What's up guys, you're listening to The Real Slim Haiti. Now, for this episode, I'm about to shake things up and introduce my first guest, who is actually my cousin. Uh, we've been wanting to do a podcast for a while now and finally had the chance to recently get shit done over a video chat. So the topic will be based on the sports entertainment industry of world wrestling entertainment, otherwise known as the WWE. This is mainly because uh, we grew up in the era of WWF at the time, when you have people like The Rock, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Triple H. I could go on, but I ain't gonna. Just so you know, we ain't stupid. We know it's not a full-on, real, hard-hitting, actual beat-the-flying-fuck-out-of-each-other kind of sports, but we watch it solely for the entertainment, just as you'd watch any other TV show. Alright, now that that's out of the way, let's get this fire burning. So, I'm here with a guy called Jim. Jim, what's up? What's up? <laughs> here he is. What Um. So, Jim, how you been? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. You alright? Yeah, not too bad. Um, good. So, it's recently been your 30th, how was that? Yes, it was good. I was so drunk when I woke up in the morning, so... Perfect. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. That's where it's supposed to be. Exactly. <laughs> Do you remember any of it, though? I remember bits of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me how the night went from you walking into the pub to you walking out. Uh, I walked past everyone on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> was that before they said surprise, you walked past everyone, and you walked past yeah, as they said? Oh, absolutely just, fucking yeah, it. I was just going up for a game of darts. <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> Were you disappointed? Did you not get that, day, that game of darts in? No, I still haven't played it. I was still waiting to find the new dartboards that I was told were up there. Yeah, that's that's how they got me to go in the room. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. Disgusting, isn't it? So how did the night end for you? Um, with me telling than someone that had only had one drink that um, I could out-drink them. Yeah. I could out-drink anyone in the pub apart from them. Because <laughs> I didn't realise that they only had one drink. So what were you drinking, and how many did you drink? Oh, bad uh, Sambuca's. Um, I've been drinking all day that day. Oh. I'd, had fat, uh, I'd had loads of stuff. Several ciders. Mm. Um, <clears throat> cans and pints. Mm. So, um, very many Sambuca's. Oh dear. Uh, Very yeah, many, not even a number. <laughs> you can definitely hold your liquor then, Jim, huh? No, I don't know how many I had. No. <laughs> Do you know what? No one needs to know how many you had. Yeah. You, you had enough that yeah, you were, so you were can, content. I can handle it. Yes. <laughs> no, exactly. That's not important. No, indeed. Yes, yeah, so I was very wobbly. <laughs> You mean more wobbly than general? Because, I mean, you are an old man, so... Yeah, even more wobbly than normal. Right. <laughs> so, Jim, real quick. Royal Rumble 2020 is coming this Sunday on the 26th of January. What are your predictions? Um, my predictions are, so we'll go for the first match. Mm-hmm. Andrade versus Humberto Creo. Um Plain simple, Humberto Carrillo's just returned, so I think they're going to try and make the crowd happy and go with a babyface win, so I'm going to go Humberto Carrillo. What about you? Um, 
I'm going uh, Andrade, actually, because I think that they want a bad guy holding that US championship at the moment. Um, after watching the Rey Mysterio match, um, I got that kind of vibe. Uh, and I mean, Zelina Vega's constantly doing the interruptions on uh, Andrade's side. So as long as they're together, I think they're going to be like uh, um, similar to a, uh, a Charlotte and Ric Flair situation. Um, where they cheat and win all the time. So, yeah, I think Andrade will uh, retain that. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, when Andrade, if Andrade wins, that we have a triple threat at WrestleMania. Andrade versus Carrillo versus Rey Mysterio. Good point. Yeah. So, that could potentially be just... uh, Rey Mysterio's uh, retirement match as well, actually. You never know. I mean, never it, know. it looks like maybe it's Dominic, pointing that way. Maybe Dominic might get involved somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that'd be the kickstart of his career. <laughs> uh, right <laughs> on to the next match then. Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Who have you got? I've got Bailey for that match. Yeah, I've got Bailey as well. Yeah, uh, very well, simple. Short and simple. Think they want someone like Bailey to carry the title into WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Lacey Evans, don't think she's ready yet. No. Not interested enough. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shorty T versus Sheamus. Sheamus, 100%. Yeah, I've gone for Seamus 100%. I mean, he's a big Irish guy. He's just returned from a seven-month hiatus. He broke kicked Shorty G right in the fucking face. Um, <laughs> so that's probably <laughs> that's probably exactly how the match is going to go as well. So it's probably going to be like another seven-second, really long, amazing match. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one to remember, surely. Yeah. <laughs> that's my that prediction. 18 seconds when he beat Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I'll go and Sheamus as well. Yeah. Uh, so. For the same reasons, he's just returned. Yeah, yeah. Reigns versus Corbin. Who have you got? <sighs> Do you know what? I think we, uh, we've, we've spoken about this prior to doing this podcast. Um, originally, I had Reigns, but you made a good point yeah. the other day. Um I'm not going to spoil it, and you're not yeah. going to spoil it either. So no. I'm still going to say Reigns to win this match. Right, okay. I'm going to say Baron Corbin, but I've got a theory about it, which I'll, which I'll tell you later on in these predictions. I'm okay. going to say Baron Corbin. Okay, right. Um, which will become the reason for which will become clear later on. I mean, it's not going to be just these guys, is it, either? Because. Uh, the Usos have uh, recently returned, and obviously they're part of Roman Reigns' bloodline. Um, they're, yeah. his, they're his cousins in real life, so uh, they're going to come into the fray at some point. It's a no disqualification, so... Um, and you got Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler on the other side. So. That's, that's right, so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> women's title. Uh, who that? Becky Lynch Becky. and Asuka. Yeah. Um... Another hard one, to be honest. Um, I think Becky Lynch will uh, retain. Yeah. But, I mean, having never beat Asuka before, uh, I don't know. that There's a little bit of grey area in, me, in, in there for that match. I think anything could happen. Um, it could be surprising. It might not be. But I'm still going to stick with uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, I'll go with Becky Lynch as well. I think Asuka's, she's the tag champ, she's the women's tag champ, so you can't see her having the tag champs and the uh, and the women's title at the same time. No, it's a bit far-fetched. I've got a theory behind this match as well. 
yeah. which will become which will become obvious in a minute when I tell you my women's battle royal uh, Royal Rumble prediction. Sure. sure. Okay. Um, the WWE Championship match, the Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. Who have you got? One hundred percent. Sorry to say, but uh, definitely the Fiend. Yeah. To retain. Got the Fiend as well. Merely um, because, I mean, what they're doing with the Fiend's character at the moment is uh, psychologically brilliant. Um, yeah. uh, they've they've literally the rebirth of Bray Wyatt's character into the Fiend is perfect because they're still doing the callbacks to the old Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah, and that's that for me is is definitely something that hasn't actually been done in WWE yet. Um, uh, but the the fiend, I don't think is going to lose any time soon. The thing is, they built the fiend the fiend up in such a way that you actually can't see him losing. That's right. He's basically indestructible. Well, yeah, I mean, with his first match with uh, Seth Rollins, that was uh, like what a crazy match that was, and that ended in disqualification in the end. Yeah. Because something turned in Seth Rollins, and he just ended up going crazy, but. <laughs> Even, How about this for, for yeah, WrestleMania? Would you want to see The Fiend versus The Undertaker? Yes. Yeah, I yes. think that's a possibility. So do I. Maybe not this year, but next year, definitely. Well, it's going to have to happen in the next couple of years because The Undertaker's nearly like 60. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> I know, but I mean, there's been guys older than The Undertaker that have still wrestled then. Oh, yeah, I know that. I know. Rick Flair, mean, for instance. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, um, well, we're going to the Women's Royal Rumble. Yep. Um, I'm going to give you my prediction first. Go for it. So, my prediction is it's, a, it's an outsider. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for Shayna Baszler from NXT. Why is that? Um, because, so going back to my early prediction, the women's title, Becky Lynch. I remember when uh, Survivor Series was happening, NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown, these two were feuded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's a big match that they wanted. Uh, that's the big match that they're going to build towards at WrestleMania: Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch. Yeah, I think that'll be a great match, to be honest. Yeah, Shayna Baszler is a great heel as well. Yeah. So I've not really. Yeah, I've not. <laughs> I've not seen. <laughs> Very kind words. Um, I've not seen much of this Shayna Baszler, but uh, what I've heard is that she's quite hardcore. She's uh, she's good at what she does. She's a great heel. Yeah, she's um, pretty legit. She's she's got a UFC background. So well, there you go. I mean, that speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, that's a good prediction. To be honest, I didn't think about that. Um, unfortunately, I've not gone on the outside route uh, route because. I mean, I, I don't really have much evidence at all to back this up, but I just think she's been having a push lately and she'll take a loss to Bailey, um, mm-hmm. and might surprise the audience because they're actually liking her a lot as a baby face at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so my prediction for the women's Royal Rumble is Lacey Evans. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Very interesting. We shall we see. Shall see. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> we shall you see what took happens. the words from me. Who's your prediction for the mentor rumble then? Um, another another guy that's recently turned face, I believe. Um, a guy that I didn't actually expect to be a face 
anytime <clears throat> soon. Um, but he had a great match the other night on uh, Monday Night Raw with Randy Orton. Um, and that's Drew McIntyre, the, the Scottishman. The crazy Scottishman. Um, I think he's just got so much potential in the fact that he is a huge powerhouse. He's, uh, he's a good wrestler for a man of his size. Um, I love his finisher, the Claymore kick. Um, yeah, he's got a good finisher. Like, he executes that perfectly, better than anyone else. Yeah. Um, and I can sort of, I can see him doing that to the last person uh, for his elimination over the top rope, just Claymore kicking someone and then falling right. over the top rope. I think that would be a great, a great way to win it. Um, that would be quite good, to be fair. So, yeah, Drew McIntyre is my pick for the for the Men's Royal Rumble. Who about, uh, how about you? So... I've got another theory here. What right, are my so this, theories? This pertains to your theory about what yeah. we... Yeah, okay. So, I think the loser of the match between Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble. So, Interesting. I'm Baron Corbin to win that, the, the, the singles match. So, I think Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. He's going to go on to face the Fiend at WrestleMania. That's a damn good it's point. Predi- it's a bit predictable, and to be honest, mm-hmm. I don't really want to see Roman Reigns win the Rumble because he's won it before. I want someone new to win it, but I just think that's the way they're going to go. It's the money match for WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, I agree. They're two biggest stars. Yeah, because um, I mean, since Reigns has come back after having that horrible diagnosis in 2018, um, mm. he came back in 2019. Um, uh, and fans ever since then have pretty much been quite behind him. Um, yeah, they have, yeah. Which is fair enough. I mean, it's, it's not for the best cause as to the fact why everyone sort of changed their opinions. But in hindsight, I think he is a good wrestler. He just doesn't have that much of a, uh, a s- skill set, does he? You know, never does anything on the top rope. His moves don't change a lot. Yeah, he's kind of like a Brock Lesnar, but yeah, yeah. But he's still good. He's still good at his job. He is good. Um, I just, I just think that's the way they're going to go. Roman Reigns versus the Fiend at WrestleMania in the main event. Okay. Yeah, um, I think that the the character of Reigns just needs a lot more development. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, a, a bit of a makeover maybe as well, because I mean the Shield aren't a thing anymore. Yeah, but just think because uh, um, as I pointed out to you when we spoke before, every character or every person that faces the theme, their personality changes afterwards. Yeah. So imagine yeah, that's a good point. the and then turns <clears throat> hill after that. You know what? I think that's the only thing that will actually uh, skyrocket Roman Reigns' career is if he heel turns. <laughs> it would be interesting. It would. would be interesting. It would. Because uh, then uh, then at least he won't be dubbed as the uh, John Cena 2.0. <laughs> John Cena's done all right for himself after WWE, though. So, you know, he has, but it's, no, it's the fact that John Cena's never been a heel, has he? No. You know? Well, he may have said he some heel things. Started, yeah, but, but... Not for a long time. Yeah. Um, when he was a doctor of Fugonomics. Oh, do you know what? I think it was great last year at uh, WrestleMania 35 when he just randomly appeared as the Doctor of Thugonomics again. It just reminded me of that. 
<laughs> what a great well oh that was a great segment um short but sweet i can't remember who he was uh battle was rapping now who was it it was a lot elias that's right that's right elias was in the ring playing the guitar and dr prognomics came on yeah that's right <laughs> oh that was funny as it fuck. was pretty good <laughs> um so yeah there we go there's your uh there's our prediction so you have reigns for the royal rumble and yeah. i've got drew mcintyre well, we shall see on the twenty sixth. We shall indeed. Will you we be watching? You, you going to be watching? I shall be watching. Don't know whether I'm going to stay up and watch it live. Yeah, I'm not going to watch, watch it live. I'll probably watch it uh, the morning after, or uh, yeah. the, the the evening after on uh, Monday. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. There's uh, twenty twenty predictions for the Royal Rumble. Are you ready? Let's not, get going. Not to quote DX Generation or anything. I said. Here you go. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yes, I am. So let's get on it. WWE, we're here to talk about uh, our favorite WrestleManias. I think it's a top three. Um, and we're going to start, I think, most likely on the same one, because we've talked about this before, which our favorite WrestleMania is. And I'm just going to confirm with Jim right now yeah. and see what he says. Yeah, WrestleMania 17. You're goddamn right. The, the best, best WrestleMania ever. Yes, indeed. I'm glad you said it because I was going <laughs> to. It's, it's one of those, isn't it? It's, uh, it's more childhood for us. Um, yeah. Because what year was it? Was it 2001? Yeah, 2001, yeah. Yeah, holy shit, it was. Yeah, April yeah. 1st, 2001. Um, yeah. So I remember you having this on VHS, and then you, you gave it to me yeah. in the end, didn't you? Um, yeah. And this is this is pretty much what got me into the world of, well, at the time, WWF. Um, yeah. Nowadays known as WWE. So let's talk about who was on the card. Um this, oh, there's so many good matches on this card. There is. Uh, the first match, I don't remember it very well. But, I mean, it's been a while since I've actually watched WrestleMania 17. So I'm yeah. going to let you talk about this first match. The uh, first match was Chris Jericho. Yeah. And William Regal, as far as I remember. Chris yeah. Jericho is just a legend, and he reinvents himself all the time. Yeah. I mean, well, he's, he's with AEW now, and he's still under the moniker Chris yeah. Jericho because this is his actual name. So, yeah. But he's still just fantastic. Um, he, is, he is a legend. So is William Regal, though, to be fair. Yeah, isn't he still there in the midst, you know, like William, behind the scenes? William Regal's with NXT now. That's it. Yeah, I wouldn't know. He's the general that, manager so. of William Regal uh, on the NXT. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Chris Jericho and William Regal was a pretty short match. I just remember in the build-up where well, there was a clip of Chris Jericho pissing in William Regal's team. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> Those were the old days when you can get away doing that. Because he didn't have a fucking PG rated audience. William Regal, how dare you besmirch the commissioner's team? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. So that, that was, was for. Good heel as well. That was for the Intercontinental yeah. Championship, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was a good. It was decent. It wasn't obviously not the best match on the card because it was the first match. But yeah, of course. But it was decent. It's a good match to open with. Yeah, it was good, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I the winner of that match was Chris Jericho, wasn't it? Yeah, Chris Jericho won the title, yeah. Was he the one? Or he defended it, I can't remember yeah. whether he had it or not. That's what I was just about to say, because it says that he defeated William Regal. Yeah. But it doesn't state whether he was, whether William Regal was... I think Regal Chris was... Jericho was already the champion, I can't yeah. remember, to be honest. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been <clears> like uh, 18 years, so... Yeah, but not since we watched it last. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let's talk about the second match then. Um, that I believe was six man tag team match. Which, yeah. Which are always the good. Right to censor. Oh, do you remember them? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> what was their theme music again? How did the theme music go? It was just like a siren, I think. Oh, that's it. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking yeah, about the just... APAs. Oh, the APA had a good, good theme music. Yeah. That's it. And then they had like the guitar line in there that just one yeah. string that really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that was. It wasn't a standout match to be honest. So I did like the APA. I used to like the APA. Yeah. Um, I thought like Bradshaw from the APA would go on to be JBL. Yeah, I know. I. I've never really liked JBL, to be honest. No, no, no. He was, uh, he was a dick. He was a... <laughs> he was a dick. Yeah. There was nothing great about the career of JBL at all. They should have just kept him Bradshaw. Um, he, was quite good. He, he was quite a good character, to be fair. It was all right, because it worked. He made it work. Yeah. Um, so uh, so who won that match? Um, yeah, I think it was the APA won that match, I think. Yeah. Bradshaw were a close line from hell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Do you know what? I miss that. Know. I miss seeing that. What a close line from hell. Yeah, no one really does that anymore, do they? I mean, no, no. they do, but there's more of a rope move, like a rope-to-rope move. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just doesn't have the effect that Bradshaw's used to. You have a good close line. Yeah. Um, so what was uh, the next match? Oh, one of my favourite matches. Uh, Kane, yeah. Raven... And the big show. Um, the main thing I remember from this match is Raven getting thrown through the window. Yeah. Yeah, he's got and a... Uh, doesn't he have a pipe or something Kane attached Gooden. to him and Kane just fucking launches him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Kane doing the big leg drop on the big show to win the match. Yeah, through uh, through the, the big We're box. The stage. Yeah. Whatever it yeah. is that they fall into. That was conveniently placed. In the box, so he'd have to tap the glass. That's it. Oh, that was for one of the best championships ever, which I wish they would bring back. You remember? The hardcore title. Yeah, that's the one. I don't think they'd ever bring it back. No, they wouldn't, no. They just got stupid titles like the fucking 24 7 championship. 24 7 championship is the best title ever. I mean, I think it's funny. The concept of it's great, but. It's, it's boring because yeah. they keep giving it to people that are boring with it other than our truth yeah he's won it about 26 times though. he has he's won it more than he's he, now he's bragging that he's won a title more times than John Cena <laughs> <laughs> that means he's lost it 25 times yeah which is a bit <laughs> awkward he doesn't think about that does he no. <laughs> I reckon someone's going to say that soon someone's going to say our truth you do realise that you might be a 26-time champion, but that also means that you've lost it 25 times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, the 
Kane rave in the Big Show match was quite good. It was. Big um, Show with his own theme music. World, that's it. World, it's the Big Show. Yeah. And when Kane used to have really good theme music as well. Yeah, it's not uh, it's not that much different from what it's like now, though, is it? No, I know, but that's when he used to have his old theme music with the... Yeah. You know, yeah. The, that wasn't pretty good flash, but... No, but I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it, because I've heard it, but other people might just be a little bit worried. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was good. So, the winner of that match... Was Kane, wasn't it? Was it? Kane. Yeah. It was Kane, yeah. That's with right. the big leg drop on the stage. That was it, yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was definitely one of my favourite matches of uh, WrestleMania 17. Um, yeah, it was one of mine as well. So the next match was next for match. the WWF European Championship. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero against Test. Yes. I can't remember that too much about this match. One of the all-time sure greats. Yeah, yeah, what legend. Yeah, he, he was Latino, wasn't he? Like Rey Mysterio. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I can't remember that match very well. No, I don't think it was a great match. I remember he had Perry, Perry Sam with him. Yeah, that's Eddie right. Perry did. And, yeah. And then um, Dean Malenko came out and tried to cheat, and then Eddie Guerrero won the title because he just, he was, the test was distracted. That's what I remember. It was quite a short match, I think. Holy shit, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, it was eight and a half minutes long. So, either way, so yeah, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a great match. Yeah, it wasn't one that one to live in the memory. One that definitely was, though, actually, is Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit, which was the next match. I remember Kurt Angle coming down in his, during his entrance and just chanting crap to the crowd. <laughs> Even if they were chanting, "You suck" endlessly. Yeah, it was around about then when those chants actually began, wasn't it? Yeah. The weird thing is, people telling me sucks in a in a um, in a in a way that means they actually like him. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Do you um, remember in the build up to it as well, like throughout before this match happened. No, I can't actually cut, remember cut, their feud. No, they cut. They cut back to um, not not during the feud, but during the WrestleMania. Mm. They cut. There was a backstage bit with Edge and Christian and Kurt Angle. I think in the build up to this match, cut. Chris Benoit and they cut and tap out. So in some other match that they'd had before. And he was absolutely absolutely adamant that he hadn't tapped out. Right. Because he was like, if there wasn't a referee, <laughs> it wasn't an official match. Thinking about it now. Actually, yeah, yeah you're sort of bring back the memory yeah. now. I think I remember yeah, seeing that. What a legend. Yeah, he's retired now. Really yeah, another one. Um, so the seventh match. Yeah. Or the sixth. Another one. Retired um, legend, Hall of Famer. Um, this was a women's match, yeah? China and Ivory. Yeah, China absolutely beat the shit out of yeah, her. Yeah, I was just about to say, all I remember is China literally lifting Ivory above her head and then fucking yeah. dropped her and boom, done. <laughs> Short but sweet. So the next match was one of my top three favourite fucking matches. And I think you can vouch for this too. I did love this match. Shane McMahon. Oh, yeah, it's probably, yeah, Shane McMahon. And his father, Mr. McMahon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just so good. That's what I'm saying. So... Um, you know, street fight with Mick Foley as a special guest referee. 
Um, Same with man down coast to coast. To other side yeah. of the ring. With a trash can laid on his father's chest and kicked yeah. it straight the fuck into him. And then the elbow and then through jumping off the uh, the corner of the ring into the table, jumping yeah. through the table, missing his dad. Yeah. Completely laid out on the floor. Yeah. And then Trish Stratus comes out. Or well, is it no Stephanie comes out first, doesn't yeah. she? That's it. And then Trish comes out with Linda. Yeah. Who's being drugged. Yeah, she comes out in the wheelchair, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, Steph and uh, Trish have a little fight. And then we'll see Vince starts beating Shane up. Yep. And then, you know, Vince is chatting shit. And then As rolls usual. Linda into the, into the ring. Mm-hmm. Because she can't do anything. Sits her down in the chair. Mm-hmm. And Vince is there with his legs wide open. And to smash Shane McMahon over the <laughs> head with the trash can. He gets up and smashes him in the nuts. They did. I remember rewinding that. Obviously, it being VHS as well, and having to actually manually fucking rewind that tape, and then just watch that scene again. (laughs) Or as he kicks him in the nuts. Yeah, and just listen to the massive pop that comes from the crowd is fucking great. So good. It was good. Um, It was brilliant. And then obviously Shane with the coast to coast at the end of it to win the match. Yeah, that was perfect. Perfect way to end it. Yeah, it was one of my favourite WrestleMania matches, to be honest. It's also um, one of my favourite feuds, actually, in the entire history of the WWE. Shane versus Vince. Yeah, just made perfect sense. Um, So this next match, tables, ladders and chairs match for the WWF Tag Team Uh, Championships. Another great match. I mean, this... This is one of my top three as well as the uh, Shane McMahon, Mr. McMahon. It's amazing. So there was Edge I mean, and Christian. Absolute standout moment that still gets played there to this day. Yeah. When Edge spears Jeff Hardy oh. from the title when he's hanging the title belt in the middle of the air. Like, I hate to say it because Jeff Hardy is one of my all time favourites, but mm. that was one hell of a fucking spear. Yeah. That was brilliant. Um, yeah, you had the Dudley boys as well. Yeah. So who was it? All the interruptions. Edge and Christian with Rhino. Yeah. Dudley, Dudley boys. boys with Spike Dudley. That's it. And the Hardy right. boys. With Leah. That's it. Leah, um, what a legend. Oh, absolutely. Her and Trish, way up there in the women's division. I mean, that match is legendary. It is literally legendary, that match. It is. I mean, it, obviously, it's still referred to 18 years later. Yeah. So. Probably the best TLC match ever. Yeah, I agree. I don't actually think anything has uh, been on par with that. Dudley when he gets pushed off that ladder and goes full through the tables outside the ring. Oh, shit, yeah. That, uh, that, oh, yeah, that's him and Matt, isn't it? Him and Matt Hardy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah. they build the tables up, don't they? Yeah. Oh, then, man. I can't remember. I think Rhino pushes them off. Yeah. Rhino pushes them off, and then they that's right. And then they go through the tables. Oh man! Oh, it's such a legendary match. I think Edge and Christian won it, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. So who actually They're had my it? least favorite team at the time? Yeah, same. The Hardy Boys was my favorite at the time. Yeah. What about you? Well, I do love the Dudleys as well. Uh, the Hardy Boys at the time were yeah. my favorite. So who who was a uh... Who actually held the championships at that time? Who were, who were the tag team champs? I think champs? it was the Dudley boys. Right, okay. Yeah. But yeah, what a great match. But definitely one of the best matches on that card. One hell of a match. 
but now we're talking about the actual best match on the card. Right. This was stuff of absolute legends. You're gonna have you're Literally. you're you're kidding. You're definitely kidding in this match. But if this I'm thinking you're gonna say the next one chronologically, then you're having a fucking laugh. <laughs> the gimmick battle royal was amazing. It was that amazing. It lasted for a full three minutes. <laughs> it was three minutes of perfection. <laughs> you just like it because there was a guy called fucking Hillbilly Jim in it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, exactly. And he got yeah, fucked he... up by the Iron Sheik. Like, do you know? I don't even remember uh, anything else about that match except the Iron Sheik. That's yeah. it. I just remember yeah. him and his yeah, fucking thick mustache. And the Bushwhackers. <clears throat> no, Jim. I don't remember that. The Bushwhackers. They were, they were um, a weird tag team. No. Back in the day. Well, they fucking sound yeah. weird. With a name Doink like the Bushwhackers. Clown. They the clown in there. Do you remember the clown? Doink the clown. I certainly don't. I'm pretty sure Rowdy wanted to hike with them as well, actually. Why Gimmick Battle Royal? Why was it called Gimmick? What's that about? Because it was all the old style funny characters. Right, Bobby okay. Keenan was on commentary, I remember that. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah, the Brooklyn Brawler. Mm. Um, oh, there were just some funny legends in there. Brother Love. Hillbilly Jim was obviously the best one because he's got a similar name to me. Well, yeah, and I mean, he Sergeant lasted Slaughter. until the end. Oh, Sergeant yes. Sergeant Slaughter was in there. Yeah, I remember that guy. I think he won it. No, the Iron Sheik won it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was definitely the best match on the card. Absolute fucking joke. I mean, fair play to anyone that can go a whole three minutes yeah. with the ring. I mean, that is a, that is a long time. <laughs> yeah. Three minutes and seven seconds. Crazy. Crazy I shit. I mean, so, it makes me wonder how some people put on matches for half hour. I know. I know. Like, Why put on a match for half an hour when you could just do three minutes? Exactly. With the same you sort know. of electric yeah. atmosphere, you know? Why, exactly. Why make it half hour? That's just time, exactly. con- that's just time consuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? People go and have a fucking toilet break. You know? No, I think most people would have gone for a toilet break during the main event of this WrestleMania. <clears throat> well, that's because... We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I mean, that's because it was just so shit. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Yeah, I mean, like the names on the card, no one even knows. Yeah. No one knows of them at all exactly. in today's. But however, the uh, the next match after, I mean, the best match, which was the gimmick Battle Royal, uh, yeah. the next match wasn't shit compared to that. So let's talk about that one. No. That was just a singles match between. I'll let you. I'll let you tell me, Jim. Well, two people that I can't really remember. There's one called the Undertaker. I don't really know who he is. Who? And there's another one called Triple H. Who? Should we just move on? Because I don't really know anything about them too. Yeah, fuck that match. <laughs> no, no, the one thing that I remember from that match is Triple H getting choke slammed off the like the I can't remember some kind of like light lighting stage or something like that. Yeah. But, um Yeah. I remember a similar thing happening in the next match. Um but we won't talk about that just yet. But yeah, the Undertaker Triple H 
I remember Triple H bringing out the old famed sledgehammer at some point. Oh, yeah. That match was part of his legendary streak. Yes, indeed, yeah. Um, what did Undertaker do to counter that sledgehammer move? Was it a big boot? I think he turned it into the last ride. Yeah. No, um, I remember, actually, no, I just brought back a thing. I remember, um, I think he, triple, he had Triple H in position for the last ride and Triple H picked up the sledgehammer. That's it. That's right. Undertaker realising. Yep. And then he got smashed over the head for it. That's right. And then out come the fake blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, actually, in those real. days... Oh, yes, wrestling is real. I mean, I how wrestling was real. Silly. You tell me it's fake. You're telling me it's not real. Do you know what? Don't believe the hype, Jim. It's 100% legit real. Oh, thank God for that. I didn't want to burst I'm your bubble. You that. I thought I was about to cry there when you told me. Honestly, I saw you begin to well up. <laughs> it's, it's like telling children that Santa Claus ain't real. But really, he is. Get him out of here, fucking idiot. Um, you need to do one of those warnings before before the start of the podcast. Yeah, I should. It should be like a uh, yeah, attention audience. Um, yeah. Do not let your children listen to this, or they will grow up with one hell of a mouth on them. But I think I think the wrestling's actually better now. It's just that this um, it's just the the writing's not as good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, the storyline time is good. Yeah, the talent is there. The talent is there yeah. on on every roster, but they're just not used to their potential, and that's the problem. Yeah. The storylines aren't as good, but the wrestling's mm. better. Mm. I don't think Paul is it's still as good as it was. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Um, any more thoughts on Undertaker Triple H? Uh, no, nothing that we haven't covered. So, uh, we'll talk about the last match on the card, the shittest match of all. The match that no one would remember, and it wasn't the uh, the cover of the entire WrestleMania that year. No, no, uh, they were not what the cover was. These two guys as faces who no one even knows of. No, but um, do you know what the actual cover was? It was the participants in the gimmick battle Raw match. You know, see, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure if that was the front or the back. That match should have main evented. <clears throat> Silence speaks a thousand words. Yes, thank you. Good, because I wasn't going to speak them. Um, so, shall we get on and name these motherfuckers that no one knows of, Jim? Yeah, go on then. You can name them. The last match on the card, no disqualification match, but the WWF Championship, which actually lasted 28 fucking minutes. We were talking about half hour just a minute ago. Yeah. Um, well, here you go. Now here's the half hour match. Um, I don't remember it being half hour. Wow. Um, I remember that just before the match, they changed it to a notice qualification that they announced. Uh, the, I can't remember who the ring announcer was. I think it was Howard Finkel. Okay. Um, and they announced that it was a notice qualification match because I remember JR being shocked on commentary. Uh, Obviously, you know, in high, with high insight, they knew that it was a notice qualification match because yeah. it's all predetermined. But... Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, so. The uh, the wrestlers in this match, of course, were Stone Cold Steve Austin and yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, whatever happened to him? I think he just vanished off the face of the earth. I mean, he left the world yeah, of wrestling, and now 
nothing. He's not even seen anywhere anymore. Big, big mistake leaving the business. You might see him again one day. Well, we might, James. I mean, he is called The Rock, so we probably fucking turned into one at the end of the day. But yeah, going back to this match, oh, it's amazing. Dude, I mean, we could talk endlessly about this match. Stone Cold turned hill. Yes. I thought Stone that he Cold turned... Did the unthinkable. Was he not him. already a heel before this? What, Stone Cold? Yeah. No, The Rock was the heel. They did a double turn. Ah, the Rock was a hill. Yes, okay. And Stone Cold was the baby face. That makes sense. So the story of the match, mm-hmm. no, the story of the match was that Stone Cold just was a, just wanted to beat him so bad. Yeah. That he just carried on beating him and beating him. Yeah. And obviously, then it, Mr. McMahon came out and they joined forces and shocked everyone because they'd had obviously a massive feud for years and years. Yeah. And then obviously the rock automatically turns babyface because when you align yourself with Vince McMahon, and then mm. straight away you become a heel. <laughs> yeah, do you know what that? I can I remember this now. Um, yeah. Another thing that made the match so great, to be honest, because no one was expecting any of that. No. Um, and JR's commentary on it as well. Oh, always top notch. Um, that's not happened again since, has it? In a match, there's not been like a double heel. Uh, like probably a, has, but nothing as significant as that, I don't think. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's there's not really been a match that you can uh, say, oh, this happened in the same way as uh, Stone Cold and The Rock in uh, no. WrestleMania 17. That's because it's Stone Cold and The Rock are just two absolute legends, aren't they? So, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's, you know, that's a given. Ask someone to name you a famous wrestler. Yeah. They'll probably say The Rock, but, mm-hmm. you know, pretty close second's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, and if not that, it would be Triple H or The Undertaker. Yeah. Um, Got a question for you then. What's that? Whose theme music did you prefer? The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, that's hard. Um, if you had to walk out, if you could have a choice to walk out into a, an arena mm. with one of those theme songs, mm. what would it be? With a, with a crowd full of people there. Do I don't know because I love guitar and there is a hell of a lot of good guitar. Like the rock song is just an entire guitar solo. So, but then I fucking love a good smashing beat. Yeah. I love a good smashing beat. Yeah. And that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, do you know what? I think I would have to say Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I think I'd go for Stone Cold as well. It's just fucking badass, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the man. Grass breaking at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, do you know what funny story? You remember my next door neighbour when I used to live in England in Dorset, where you live. Yeah. Um, do you you remember her name, Sherry, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> funny story i downloaded that instrumental track of stone cold steve austin's theme and i had a little stereo at the time and i think i was cleaning my room or something and man i had it on full blast with my windows wide open i used to live at the back of the house so where the gardens were and i remember my neighbor being in the garden and me repetitively Playing Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme <laughs> over and over and over again. 
And I remember her just shouting up. I remember her shouting up saying, Will you fucking turn that off? Oh, dude, I pissed myself. You know, I'd never... I had never closed my windows so quickly. I I was in my own little world. I had no idea that there was someone out there being put through that torture. But man, what a fucking great memory that is. I've never forgot yeah. that to this day. So just for reference, uh, I realise I didn't mention it, but I would have been around 13, 14 at this time. Uh, but yeah, man, what a great memory. I thought I'd just share that with you, because why not? So, I mean, that's uh, that's WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Legendary WrestleMania, best WrestleMania ever. Yeah, 100% agreed, yeah. Um, so we will talk about our next one shortly. Right, so Jim, next WrestleMania. So the next WrestleMania as a whole, mm. WrestleMania 30. Same. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania 30, Same so. as me, I got WrestleMania 30, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the main reason I loved it was the whole Daniel Bryan thing. Yeah. The yes movement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's brilliant. I'll be honest, a lot of matches on the cards. Um, I didn't really care about but no. the Daniel Bryan matches. Daniel Bryan, Triple H at the start to open the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, couldn't have been better. Yeah, it's just because everyone, literally everyone in the stadium, wanted Daniel Bryan to win that match. Yeah. So he could get into the main event. Yeah. Um, you know the fact that he was facing Triple H as well. Mm-hmm. Um, made it seem doubtful that he was going to win, but Triple H put him over. Of um, course. Yeah. You know. Does the uh, Triple H obviously being part of Evolution? Um, yeah, which came into play in the uh, in the WWE Championship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I 100% agree with you there on that match, Daniel Bryan and Triple H. What a match! Yeah, it was um, brilliant. The psychology as well. Stephanie McMahon getting involved. Of course. Trying to cost Daniel Bryan the match. Yeah, as usual. Yeah, I just remember being up at like one o'clock in the morning and I was like stood in front of my TV, like <laughs> shouting at the TV. <laughs> at one o'clock in the morning, did well, you have I your windows open? I shouting at the TV, but I was definitely there sitting, sitting on my bed eating some snacks from a well-known <laughs> supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what were the snacks? Party rings, polos. Extra strong mints. You used to apples. fucking love polos or, uh, yeah, your extra yeah. strong mints, whatever they were called. Um, lemonade. Strange boy. Yeah. Lemonade and mints. Um, well, your taste buds must have been on having a party <laughs> themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, well, it might have been Coca Cola. Well, I either needed way. something to keep me awake. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you were awake. I'd be amazed you even fucking slept. Yeah, um, definitely did sleep. But yeah, that Daniel Bryan, the whole Daniel Bryan story running through WrestleMania, that was amazing. Yeah, I agree. Was that your favourite match? Not of the whole night. Right. Okay, but it was one of them. Yeah. No, it was just one of them. <clears throat> well, it's yeah. the same for me to be yeah. honest, because uh, I mean, built 
started off the night well. Mm. This this match got me hyped for the rest of the um, show. Put it that way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, the Shield versus uh, uh, who was it? Kane and the New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn and Road Dog. What a random yeah. pairing uh, for a six random man. Match. Yeah, six man tag team. I, match. Think it, I think it was for tag team titles. No, it wasn't. No, I'm wrong there, I think, but still. Yeah, no, the tag team titles was a pre-show um, between the Usos, uh, Los Matadors, the Real Americans, and Ryback Cell. Yeah, no one cared about that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't even know that match happened because I didn't watch the pre-show. I only know now <laughs> after referring to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Six years later. Oh, how awkward. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, six-man tag team match. I don't really remember much in this match other than the Shield just completely fucking decimating Kane and the New Age Outlaws. Uh, yeah. And it was an incredibly short match which lasted uh, two minutes, 56 seconds. So, yeah. I mean, once Pretty again, match. one of the best matches in WWE history. Because yeah, one of the longest as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, two minutes fifty-six. Oh no, actually, yeah. that was. Oh, maybe it wasn't the longest because the longest was three minutes and seven seconds, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the gimmick battle royal. That's right. Seventeen. That's correct. There you, you know. go. As we previously just talked about. Actually, um, you're actually forgetting about the eighteen-second match between Sheamus and Daniel Bryan oh, from WrestleMania twenty-nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seamus gave him a broke kick and won the match, and that was it. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that wasn't really a match then, was it? It was just uh, more like an interlude. No, it, was a, it was a squash <clears throat> match. Yeah, I mean, clearly. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't really remember much in this match. It's just other than, the, I mean, the Shield pretty much doing what they did best, which was completely yeah. just fucking obliterating anyone and everyone whenever they wanted to. Um Sadly, they're not together anymore uh, because no. Dean Ambrose is now wrestling under his own name, John Moxley for AEW, yeah. which uh, yeah. I've actually watched some of AEW and I think it's great. Yeah, it's actually quite good, isn't it? John Moxley and Chris Jericho, what they're doing right now, creating a little feud between them, I think that's fucking yeah. great. That, that's that been a long time coming. Yeah, it's pretty good. <clears throat> I, um, like, uh, I like some of that stuff on AEW. Have you watched them? Um... Have you, what, do you, have you heard of MJF? Yes, yeah, I have. He's the heel, isn't he? Um, he is a dick, is he? He is, absolutely. He's even a dick yeah. on social media, I believe. Oh, really? So he's really into his character. You which... should watch an interview that he does with uh, Chris Van Vliet, I think his name is. Okay. Um, and he's an absolute twat. He's obviously in character. Yeah, yeah. But he's such a good heel. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you should definitely watch that. Yeah, we'll do. So yeah, well, anyone that's listening to this should watch this. Yes, watch that as well. anyone that is a WWE fan. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're not a WWE fan, then you should be by the end of the podcast. Um, <laughs> if you're not, then what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Go have dinner. Go to work. Go away. Um, <laughs> I'm, not sure that's how you get I'm sorry. Yeah, no, come back. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but not really. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the uh, the uh, the third match with Cesaro uh, and 
Big Show, which was actually an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, I just remember Cesaro tossing Big Show over the over the top rope at the end. I don't really remember much else from this one. Yeah, I was just about to say the same, to be honest. Um, I was half expecting Cesaro to get one big push after that, but did it happen? We didn't. So, the next match on the card uh, is uh, John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Singles match. the same as any other John Cena match to be honest he always ended up winning um, well, not all John Cena matches some of them are pretty good well yeah but I mean if you look at his win-loss record oh, yeah. it's, it sort of speaks for itself in the the fact that the fans were never surprised when he did win um, right. so yeah not really much to say about John Cena and Bray Wyatt there I agree um, no. so we'll get straight on the to the next them. match though yeah I'll let you talk match. about I'll let you talk about this one. You you take the brains here, Jim. The most shocking match on the card. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, though. Mm. Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. Yeah. No one saw this result coming. Nope. Absolutely <laughs> the whole stadium not. was literally stunned when it happened. Yeah. I just remember that meme of that bloke with his eyes popping out of was... his head. <laughs> I was just about to mention <laughs> that. He was literally stunned. You can see it. You can still see it on the YouTube. It wasn't a particularly great match. No. Um, the result was shocking, and it's, it's a legendary result. Yeah, in the in the fact that no one did see it coming and couldn't have yeah. predicted that at all. Um, obviously, because of the streak that the Undertaker had uh, had kept. Um, <laughs> how many matches was it that he, uh, the Undertaker won? At every WrestleMania. I think it was 21. 21 matches. I think it was 21 and 0 in Netflix until that match. That's it. So it was 21 to 1. Yeah. When this match happened and it, and it uh, yeah, shocked the WWE Universe. Yeah, it was shocking. Shocking. And memorable. Memorable. Good memorable? Yeah. Uh, because no one saw it coming. Yeah. Absolutely nobody saw it. In your opinion, do you think they should have kept the Undertaker's streak going? I think the only person to break it was going to be Brock Lesnar at some yeah. at some point. So yeah, I the agree. Viable, the only uh, not legitimate, but the the most believable person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it shouldn't have happened as soon. Uh. Or no, maybe it no, was the right time. I don't know yeah, because... Maybe you'll never know, will we? But... No, but it's just that uh, Taker's getting old now, isn't he? So yeah. maybe they I wanted mean, to do it. early 50s now, but it's still the last few matches aren't been great. No. No, absolutely not. Um, probably the last great match he had was probably against CM Punk. Yeah. At WrestleMania, I think I can't remember, 31 or 32. I can't remember which WrestleMania it was. No, that wouldn't have been those. Uh, CM Punk left after WrestleMania 30. So it would have been I WrestleMania that, to be honest, but the last 28 or 29. The last WrestleMania match he had was probably against CM Punk. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, because 31 was uh, Undertaker and Shane, I think. No, that was 35. 30. No, I can't remember, to be honest. 31 was when Shane McMahon returned. Uh, sorry, not 31. 31 when Shane was... McMahon returned was the one when they had that match with Undertaker. Okay. Well, 31, I remember the main event being Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, and Roman Reigns lost that match. And Seth yeah. Rollins cashed in his Money in the Bank contract. That was fucking great, to be yeah. honest. I love yeah, that. Yeah, one of the greatest WrestleMania moments. Yeah. That's one of my favorite <clears throat> WrestleMania moments. Yeah. Um, so uh, the next match was for the WWE Divas Championship. Uh, we don't really care much about this match. Um, I don't really remember much. Uh, Jim, what about you? I don't remember much about the story of the match, but I remember what happened the night after the match. <clears throat> okay. So no, AJ Lee retained the title. Yeah. And the night after, oh, I think Page yes. on Raw. That's right. That is right. Um, yeah. yeah, I recently watched the film uh, Fighting With My Family. Yeah, I just watched it as well the other day. Oh, did you? How about that? Um, I watched it on Netflix. Yeah, so did we. So did we. Yeah. That's crazy. What did you think to it? I thought it was great. Yeah, it's a decent film, wasn't it? I really did, yeah. I thought it was a perfect origin film. Like, uh, for <laughs> how she came up from uh, just the poor streets of England, uh, Norwich. Yeah, to, yeah, to to where she is now, or to where she got to before she had that uh, terrible neck injury. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought I thought it was a great, um, a really good film. They depicted it perfectly, and the the girl I think that it's they a cast. Good family film. Yeah, yeah, it is. Even if you don't like wrestling, it's still a good film. A hundred percent, yeah. Um, yeah, it's got all the right elements in it to uh, to be a family film and just a, a feel good film as well. Um, which is what you want. Um, but yeah, that rings we're, a bell. There's a few good twists in there as well. Yeah. With her family members, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, I mean, with the, yeah, the fact that her brother didn't get in, but she did, and they both went to try yeah. out, I think. That's hard, having to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Imagine if you were put in that position, you know? Yeah. Like... Um, by the end of the day, would you take the opportunity or, or leave it? I would have done that's a difficult one, isn't it? Personally, I would have sided with Paige on that one. I would have, I would have, uh, I would have took the opportunity. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you may, you may be crushing your brother's heart at the same time as accepting this opportunity. But then, as they said in the film, you're sort of doing it for the entire family anyway. I think the concept of the film was that if Paige accepted it, she would be doing it for the family and not just her. Yeah. Um, so regardless of the, the the hard feelings that our brother may have had, whether he wanted to admit it or not, um, didn't really matter because it reflected on the family with the choice that she made. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she came from she a wrestling right family. Sorry? She came from a wrestling family, so it, yeah. having that chance helped put that out there more. Yeah. Even if they weren't involved in WWE. She definitely made the right choice for her family in the end. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's um basically yeah. Anyway, going back to the actual the championship match, that's what I remember from it. AJ Lee won the next night. Paige debuted. Yeah, that's right. Um, and she won the Divas Championship, uh, the Divas Championship that night on uh, Monday Night Raw, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So she sure did. <clears throat> that's the way to make uh, make a name for yourself, isn't it? You know, it is. you debut on the main roster and you win the championship that same night. Yeah, that's definitely the way to make the name the name for yourself. There you go. Um, so let's talk about the last card on the match, and that was uh, Daniel Bryan versus Batista and Randy Orton. I love this. Yeah. It was amazing. And this is just just, the... just to recollect. This was the match between that uh, came from the match. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Triple H. The winner of that match went on to be in this position to be in this triple threat, um, which was of course Daniel Bryan. Yeah, um, I love that. And everybody in the stadium wanted Daniel Bryan to win. Yeah. It was amazing. And so who did win? Who did win? Sorry? Who won? Daniel Bryan made Batista tap out. There you go. With the yes lock. (laughs) Yes, indeed. But yeah, it was brilliant. Especially when he won, the whole stadium just chanting and doing the yes chance. Yeah, I mean... It's one of my favourite WrestleMania moments ever. Isn't that how the uh, the show faded out pretty much in the yes chance? Yeah. 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 That was perfect. Yeah. Just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Bryan got a bit unlucky with injuries afterwards. Mm. Um, but the whole build up to that, you know, going right back to the SummerSlam before where he won the title, but then Randy Orton cashed in the money in the bank on him. Mm. Yeah. You know, Triple H turned on him. Yeah. Randy Orton won the money in the bank, and then it was just a constant uphill struggle from there on. Yeah. Until WrestleMania. Yeah. Where the fans basically got him into the main event because I don't think it was, he was planned to be in the main event no. originally. Oh. Well, so, hold on. You're telling me that Vince McMahon actually did listen to the fans? Man, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, you know, it's still one of my favorite moments ever. So, is this your favorite match from WrestleMania 30? Yeah, yeah, definitely. This one did it. Definitely. <clears throat> what about yours? Was it your favourite match? Um, I think it was, to be honest, because there weren't many other standout matches other than the first match with Daniel Bryan and Triple H. Um, yeah. The Brock Lesnar-Undertaker match was great. Um, yeah. I think that went on a little bit too long, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was a bit slow. But it was just the shock result at the, at the yeah. end of it, which made it memorable. Yeah, it sort of made it worth it. Um, yeah. yeah, every other match is sort of just a, a miss for me, to be honest. Uh, and yeah. with yeah, with the WWE Championship one, that was definitely... There is one. I just, I just thought about it. There's one moment that we forgot about right at the beginning of that, of that WrestleMania. Do you know what? I've just remembered, as you've just, as you've just said this, I've just pictured it. Yeah. If I remember, that's right. The Rock and Stone Cold. And Stone Cold, that's right. Yeah. That was pretty damn good. If you're going to open a show. Hulk Hogan called it the Silver Dome. Yeah. (laughs) What was it? The Super Dome. The Super Dome, that's it. (laughs) It's probably because Hulk Hogan was fucked already on beers. Uh, And whatever else. Um... (laughs) But yeah, I mean, if you're going to go out there in the ring with Stone Cold and The Rock, then you're 100% going to be crashing some beers together. Um, yeah. And that's exactly what happened in the, at the end of that segment. The yeah. uh, I feel sorry for whoever had the match after that. 
That must have been one hell of a smelly beer soaked ring. Yeah, I suspect it probably was. But that's another memorable moment from that WrestleMania. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But the Daniel Bryan match was definitely the best highlight. The 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 story. Yeah. Throughout that WrestleMania was amazing. Definitely the best match on the card. It. Have we covered everything on WrestleMania 30? Yeah, I think that's it for this for this WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for our last one? Yeah, you're gonna have to say the last one because that's it for my favorite WrestleManias. All right, we'll get to it. Right. So, my last favorite for me personally um, was or is WrestleMania 33. Why is this? This is, this, this is mainly because of that, that moment when uh, none other but the, uh, the best tag team in the fucking world returned to WWE when no one thought that it, uh, it would be possible. Um, it was completely hushed. No one really expected it until the New Day came out uh, because if I remember rightly, they... Pre- uh, they presented this WrestleMania, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they, they just came out as their entrance. Everyone thought that they were about to uh, put themselves... Take part in the match. Yeah, put themselves uh, forward for uh, the, the fourth tag team, for the fatal four-way tag team uh, for the Raw Championships. Instead, they introduced or reintroduced the Hardy Boys. Yeah. <sighs> Returns in W in the history of WWE. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, no other return since then has actually topped that return. If no. if I say so myself, I'd for me anyway. That. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and that was uh, one of my favorite matches, purely because they were in it, and it had been so long since you had seen that happen on screen. Um, it was a dream match, to be honest, because it was, uh, you know, tables, ladders, and chairs were all, uh, were all, uh, all took part in that match as well. Because I mean, they had to. Yeah. It was the Hardy Boys, um, um, and they and they won the titles at the end of it. That's right. That's what I was just about to say. They <laughs> defeated uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, wasn't it? I, I can't remember who they pinned, but yeah. I well, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Jim. Okay, well, I've been told. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> so it's the Hardy Boys, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, and at the time, Enzo Amore and Big Cass, who have since oh, yeah. who have since left WWE. Yeah. Um, or been fired. They were, I actually liked Enzo and Big Cass when they were a tag team. Yeah, they were. They were great, but they, they broke them up way too soon. Um, which ultimately led to their demise of their career. They, they had some good catchphrases. They did, yeah. So yeah, WrestleMania 33, that was my favourite moment. Uh, matches, I can't really say there were many standout matches in this. Um, I mean, Brock Lesnar defeated Goldberg in it was like four minutes. Um I think that was mainly yeah. just a fucking... That was an obvious win as well, because Goldberg had already beaten him. Yeah. I mean, I think that was just more of a who's got the most testosterone sort of match. 
uh, pretty pointless, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, they just put that in because they were two big guys. Yeah. They had a little history together. Um, yeah. I mean, Goldberg beat him in Survivor Series in about 30 seconds, didn't he? So... Yeah. Uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no holds barred match between Roman Reigns and The Undertaker. I wasn't much of a fan of that match. Isn't this the one? Isn't this the one where Undertaker retired at the end of it? And then... Yeah, it's where he took his hat and his gloves off and left him in the ring. Yeah, and then came back next year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been the perfect way for him to retire. It would have, but I mean, is that man ever going to fucking retire? Probably not. No, because not. he's always had something to just, do. With I remember Roman Reigns of next night. Um, um, opened up Raw, and then the crowd were literally booing him for like, I don't know, five minutes straight. Yeah, like constantly. And he picked up the mic and he went, it's my yard now, and then put it back down. Yeah. <laughs> Short but sweet. <laughs> oh, man, if, if anything, that just pissed the fans off more. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't buy that match at all. I didn't think it was a good match. Uh, it went on for far too long. Yeah. Um, I think everyone just got bored in the end with that match. Do you know what? There's no other matches really that uh, that caught my eye enough to actually talk about. Really, it's mainly just that moment when the Hardy Boys returned is why uh, WrestleMania 33 is in my top favorites. Isn't that WrestleMania? Isn't that the WrestleMania where Ronda De Rousey did something with the Rock? Do you know what? Actually, yeah. I th- no, I. Th- I think I th- it's 33. It's 30. No, because this is 33 that I'm talking about. Oh, 31 then it would have been. Because it had the, I remember they had the big um, play button as the WrestleMania sign. That's it. Yeah, that was thirty-one. Was then. The same one as when Seth Rollins cashed in its Money in the Bank. Yeah, that was thirty-one. Yeah. Do you know what? I think I should have said thirty-one instead of thirty-three, and I should have just mentioned thirty-three is uh, just a, a favorite WrestleMania moment. <laughs> no, I can't go back now. No, there's no going back. Just like if you get AIDS, there's no going back. Anyway. Um... Controversial. <laughs> yes, a little bit, but, you know, that's 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 me, controversy. Um, anyway, let's talk about favourite WWE. Uh, let's talk about favourite WWE moments. Yeah. So um, I believe you've got some that you want to you wanna share. I have got some. Before I start going through that, mm-hmm. I've got one, my favourite match ever. Right. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25. Ooh. It is amazing. Okay, okay. It is amazing. Care to explain and why? Because it's with Shawn Michaels' retirement match before he came back. <laughs> <laughs> right, word of warning to anyone that ever watches WWE, when... When uh, when the old guys or whoever the fuck they are say they're about to retire, this is their last match. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was at the time. Yeah, at the it time it always is, match. but then it's it's honestly it's twenty five minutes of perfection. Yeah, it's amazing, honestly. So, well, sadly, it, I, I can't really share my opinion on that because I don't remember no. it. Honestly, it's amazing. You should go on the network mm. if you've got it. Yeah. And well, then, I use yours. <laughs> I still use yours. <laughs> you pay nine 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 a month for it. Yeah, of course I do. What was I talking about anyway? 
<laughs> it definitely comes out of your bank account. Yes, it does. Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, honestly, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25, amazing. Yeah. Honestly, you should watch it. The drop. It's just ah. Uh, you know There's what? literally words you can't describe it. I think I will. I think I'll just. Uh, can you get it on YouTube? Like just that yeah. match, because I'll just watch that match. Yeah, um, honestly, just type in Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 25. Yeah, I'm intrigued. So I want to see it. it. Yeah, it is. Mate, it honestly, it's the best match I've ever watched. Okay. Like for just yeah. So which WrestleMania was it when it was Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair? Because that was also that was Ric Flair's retirement match. Uh, I think that was like WrestleMania 20. Let me have a look. I don't know why, but I've got WrestleMania 26 in my head for some reason. I don't know why. No. Nah, WrestleMania 24. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Then. Actually, I think it might be WrestleMania 20. Hang on. Let me have a look for the Shawn Michaels Undertaker. Because it might not have been WrestleMania 25, even though I think it was. I don't know, because at the time, I wasn't watching WWE then. You yeah, were. I'm pretty sure it's... They had two matches, and I think that actually the retirement one was at WrestleMania 26. But right. both matches are amazing. Yeah. So, I am right in saying WrestleMania 26 then? Yeah, I'm pretty <clears throat> sure the one at tw 25, WrestleMania 25, was definitely the best one. Yeah. It was amazing. So, that was Undertaker and Shawn Michaels? Yeah, and right. then they had another match at WrestleMania 26, which was Shawn Michaels' retirement match. With Ric Flair? No, WrestleMania 24 was the one with Ric Flair. Right. So who was, who was yeah. the one with uh, Shawn Michaels in WrestleMania 26? Do you, do you know? Yeah, Undertaker. Because it was Shawn Michaels' a retirement match. Right, okay. So they had, all right, and then they had a match at WrestleMania 25, which I won't spoil. Because yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah. watched it. Sure, yeah. But um, then they had another match at WrestleMania 26. Right, okay. Right, that clears that up. I was getting confused. But watch, but WrestleMania 25 was amazing, though. Yeah, I don't doubt that it. That is an amazing match. <clears throat> you um, have to watch it. I will do. I certainly will. Um, any other WWE moments? So, yeah, my, uh, I've got quite a few, but I'll just go through a few of them. That's so fine. I've yeah, already just... touched on it. Seth Rollins catching yeah. WrestleMania 31. Yeah, agreed. Amazing. No one's done it before. No one's done it since. No. Nope. There's money in the bank. Perfect timing um, as Hardy well. Hardy Boys Return, which you've already, which you've already gone through. Mm -hmm. Hardy Boys Return. Mm -hmm. uh, Shane McMahon jumping off the top of the hell in the cell. Oh, yes. Yeah, WrestleMania 34. Yeah. Was it 34 or 33? No, uh, was that against The Undertaker? Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 32 yeah. then? Yeah. Yeah, that was epic. Um, just a, one in general, Undertaker's WrestleMania streak. Yeah. That's definitely Amazing. one to remember. Yeah. Uh, Brock ending the streak because it was so shocking. Yeah. <laughs> 20, after 21 years. And people still, and still the, hate him for it. The now. most recent one. Mm -hmm. The most recent one, which we haven't talked about. <clears throat> Kofi <laughs> Kingston winning the title at WrestleMania last year. Yes. I agree. Good shout. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that was a long time coming, to be honest. Um, yeah. And again, it was the whole build-up, because it wasn't supposed to happen. That's right. Um, he just got, because um, Ali got injured. Yeah. So he took his place in the, I think it was uh, in the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. 
and then and they had to do a battle, was it? Um, a gauntlet match, wasn't it? That was it, yeah, to really. Through, like yeah. seven people or something. Go, go through a gauntlet match, then go through an elimination chamber match, and then onto WrestleMania where he beat Daniel Bryan. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching that actually. Um, I remember being on the edge of my seat during uh, Elimination Chamber. And I remember no, really. messaging you saying, Have you seen it? When it came to uh, Kofi Kingston, and I can't remember who the last opponent was now in uh, Elimination Chamber. I don't know if it was AJ Styles or. I think it was AJ Styles. Yeah. Oh. I've, got a, I've got a feeling it was AJ Styles. Dude, oh, it was so good. Such a good match. I was rooting for Kofi the entire time. Yeah, um, it was brilliant. It just, they just put on such a good show. Um, and then come the SmackDown or the Raw or whatever it was when well, you just mentioned the uh, the gauntlet match. Obviously, he managed to defeat everyone in that, didn't he? Mm. For his chance to actually... And actually, I remember there being a match where his New Day tag team partners had to do a tag team gauntlet match for for, yes. In order for him to qualify. Yeah, well. that's right. Uh, 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 Biggie and Xavier Woods, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had to come into the fray at some point, then there's kind of unfair to leave yeah. them out. Um, but yeah, the whole build up to it was brilliant. It was perfect. Um, it's just the same, uh, the shame, the way that they made him lose it. Yeah. Didn't like that. Yeah. That's disrespectful. Because they wanted Brock to have the title. Yeah, pathetic, yeah. to be honest. Um, he lost in eight seconds. I mean, what the fuck's that? No, no. What the fuck is that? How, how do you treat a talent like that? It's up there with the, the gimmick battle rule for the um, the longest matches in WWE history. Yeah, yeah, you make a good point there. Uh, three minutes, seven. Uh, yeah. Obviously, eight seconds is not quite as long. But, no, um, it's two minutes and 59 seconds shorter. Yeah, I mean, which isn't much, is it? Yeah. <laughs> not far off. Um, but yeah, uh, that's a good point you made there, Jim, about uh, Kofi Kingston. That's yeah. definitely uh, one of the recent WWE moments, uh, best WWE yeah. moments of all time. Uh, yeah. What about the women? Mm. All right, let's talk about the man, Becky Lynch. Yeah. I don't really like the concept of the fact that they're calling her the man. Yeah. Especially in 2020 or 2019, when it was when it when it started, I don't think it's appropriate, really. really? Um, well, no, because if you're going to call a woman a man, surely yeah. a woman would take offense to that, you know. In any other walk of life, yeah, it would be offensive. Yeah, that's that's why I'm. Not, I'm I, I don't think she uses it as a, like a hypothetical thing for some kind of like. They use it as like um, I'm the man, I'm the best, I'm yeah. I'm the guy, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm the one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then the problem with that is that many other WWE wrestlers, uh, superstars, have used that moniker as well. Mm. Like, take Seth Rollins; he's used the man, um, yeah. especially when he's a heel. Um, yeah. Seth other, freaking Rollins. Yeah, other people before him, uh, Hulk Hogan's done it as well. Um, Ric Flair's done it. Um, to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Exactly, and I believe Ric Flair actually expressed his opinion, his disdain on the fact that Vince mm. has uh, given the authority to. Uh, yeah, I think they took. I think he tried to take. I think he tried to claim that he wanted some money. He did. For using yeah. the man. That's right. Yeah. That's that's right. Um, 
But yeah, uh, the way that Becky, Becky Lynch has um, been pushed, I think, is great because she's a great talent. Um, yeah. Obviously, she's Irish as well, so I'm 100% behind her. But... With the Royal Rumble coming up. Yeah. Um, as we were talking about earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Um, last year, when she entered the Royal Rumble, that was one of the biggest pops I'd seen in the WWE for ages. Yeah. When she entered the, the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. And she, she won it, obviously. She won but... it, yeah, that's right. I was just about to say. Yeah. And then that's when she went to WrestleMania and won both titles, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. Off of none other but Ronda Rousey, who I believe is probably going to return. Yeah, uh, Ronda Rousey probably going to return in this coming Royal Rumble this Sunday. Probably. If she we'll doesn't, see. I'll be surprised. Um, we'll see. But yeah, uh, are there any women at all in particular that you think have had some great moments? Um, Trish Stratus, Leah. Yeah. Yeah. You know, two trailblazers, even Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I was going to say Charlotte Flair. She's right? a future Hall of Famer, Charlotte Flair. So is Becky Lynch, to be fair. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, Charlotte Flair has held the title or held actually, titles I'll tell you right now, for 10 the times. the best women's match mm-hmm. in WWE history. I'll tell you this now it's Sasha Banks versus Bailey NXT TakeOver. I think it was NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Yeah. It is amazing. Okay. It's a very, very good match. That's okay. all I can say. Um, yeah. The psychology in it. I love, I, I think wrestling's at its best when it uses psychology. Yeah, they which they lack. Psychology to the match. They lack that now. Yeah. Um, That's another one you should watch on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, so I've heard of that match loads of times. Sorry? I've heard about it loads of times. It'd be talked yeah. about and everything. Um, I've yeah. seen clips of it, but I've not watched the entire match. Yeah, watch the entire thing. It's so good. Yeah. It's brilliant. The psychology in it is brilliant. I mean, I think it's only a matter of time before uh, Sasha turns on uh, Bailey again at some point. Yeah. It I'm... will happen at some point. Yeah. Not a fan of Bailey's heel turn, by the way. Just putting that out there. I don't think it's working mm. for her. She was a bit boring as a baby face, though. Yeah, she was, but she's also boring as a heel. So you're just saying in general she's just bored. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Other than uh, the women that we've mentioned, is there anyone else at all? I think AJ Lee was actually really good when she was in. Uh, oh, yeah. When she and was wrestling. Page. Yeah, and Paige, of course. Um, yeah. Her... She's a real tra- trailblazer in this woman's evolution. The the only other uh, one that I want to mention, which I think is quite underrated, is uh, Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's good. I think she's still got a hell of a lot of uh, career ahead of her. Yeah. And she's really, really good at being a heel as well as a uh, as well as well a babyface. Yeah. So I can't wait for her to get back into the, uh, the title frame. Um, yeah. Whichever one it's going to be for. And I think that might be sometime soon. <laughs> Maybe um, sometime after WrestleMania. Never know. Could win money in the bank. Yeah. So yeah, I think I mean I think we covered all of it to be honest. Unless there's any other yeah. moments that you can think of off the top of your head right now. You know that I can think of. Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. I've pretty enjoyed this discussion. Yeah, so have I, bud.
you know it's been a long time coming we hope everyone has listened to it has enjoyed it as well indeed we do um if you haven't then get fucked <laughs> i'm sorry um <laughs> i should really be nicer to people really shouldn't i i mean yeah you're trying um, to gain listeners <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe I can gain listeners by just being a little bit hard on them, you know, by by just telling them how I really feel, you know. I'm opening so up. You tell all your listeners to fuck off. Yeah. I'm an open book. All right, listen all right, to me when I tell you I don't give a fuck if you don't like this. <laughs> I do really. I'm just playing hard to get. I'm sorry, but not really. Um, yeah, this has been fun, Jim. I'm glad that you've joined me finally for us to do a podcast together, and I'm sure there'll be many more podcasts in the near future. Okay, I've really enjoyed it, mate. Thank you for having me on. No worries, but it's good to catch up with you. And you too, mate. Okay, well, take care, Jim, okay? And you too, mate. Take care. Okay. Bye. So there you have it, people. That was Jim, James, Jane, and the old man, and your host, I, myself, and me, the real Jim Haiti, talking about our favorite moments from that which is world wrestling entertainment. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell the next person you see. Tell them to listen in, keep an open mind, and overall, just enjoy it. Uh, now I'm going to be back soon with another episode, so stay tuned. As always, stay healthy, hungry, and humble. Now, I'm going to go have myself a slice of pizza or two or seven. <laughs>